You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. What's up? This week in Cannabis Man, you ready, Scotty? Hammer time. Yeah, been one hell of a week, brother. I was listening to the Beastie Boys channel on Spotify, and they, they played out some Hammer Time, man. I haven't heard MC in a while, dude. Can't MC? This, you know? Is that what you call me on a MC first name Hammer, basis man. with Hammer Time? Yep, Mr. Hammer. <laughs> nice. Anyway, that's just making me think of those awesome closed pants and all that. Uh, but this Today's show, guys... That. I remember, m- remember my white buddy being like, I like him, okay? I like him. He's an amazing entertainer, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, as good as Vanilla Ice. Don't tell me about your back. Oh, Vanilla Ice was cool. I used to ride motorcycles with him. I know you're gonna, that's what you are going to say, wasn't it? No. I was going to say this guy probably liked <laughs> Vanilla Ice and said the same shit about him too, man. All right. Well, we're going to talk we're going to talk news about cannabis guys, what happened this week with 420, uh, a bunch of other interesting stories. Um, and we're going to do uh, we got an executive producer. We're going to tie in with one of these news stories, man. So we'll do that when the time comes as well as a shout out before we get into the news source of vapes, guys. Go over to Source of Vapes if you want to hook up. Scotty said we just got a few more in, right? They, they hooked us up with a couple more samples. Oh, we did, man. That's the... That's, that's the <laughs> I'm not saying anything, man. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, we definitely got yeah, them. Yeah, let's... And as, <laughs> as soon as we can clear out the uh, current meme contests, man, get ready. But it's not on yet, so... Yeah, it's been nice, guys. Like I said last episode, our, our, our gear closet's stocking up a little bit, and we currently do have the Blue Lab meme contest going on. That will be on Monday's show. I do and believe the Optic also... Foliar contest is, is on. You know, just, uh, it's on. Ain't nothing you can do about it, brother, but they're all over the place. Man, really good Optic Foliar memes, too. So let's do Blue Lab. Uh, can we do Blue Lab Monday? Let's give away Blue Lab yeah, yeah. Monday. Yeah, and then we'll update. People already started making the optic foliar memes, man. Really so we good get ones, that too, man. The... Really good ones. <clears throat> You're hilarious, man. So we don't want to have too much stuff going on, or we'll start you know, screwing it up. People will be calling us out. So I guess that is the other official one for the optic foliar four-pack of yeah. shit. They're four-pack of 250 mils, I believe. Absolutely. Watts, Web, ATOC, and, tra- and ATAC, and Transport. So you know, We should aim, to, get, we should aim to, to end that one on Wednesday, which means it'll go a week late. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We'll, we'll figure right. it out. But y'all respond in a, uh, you know, keep sharing them. I seen uh, shout out to Kilowatt, man. I seen some of his memes over on Instagram. Uh, I'm learning how to uh, he's one of, one of the friends I'm finding over there where I'm kind of stumbling around there learning how to use Instagram a little bit. But man, <laughs> that's where all the, the sponsors are at. So if we want to show some love to uh, to the supporters, man, getting some, you know, some action on Instagram is definitely a way to get noticed. Cool, cool. Uh, you put, did you plant your DGC cut last night, man? Are you on time? I, you on I time? didn't. I'm only a day late, man, but uh, I got to go over to Way to Grow. I'm doing them in the, in the uh, real hempy buckets, man, so I emptied them out yesterday. <laughs> it was so funny, man. I got some friends in from out of town for the 420 weekend, and uh, I was sitting there dumping my just – taking uh, Anthony, the pothead assistant, is actually in, so he's helping me lift up the, uh, the, the giant tubs. What are they, 16 gallons, basically, of wet soil? Up staircases and then onto my hoogle mound, onto my mound right out front of my house, man. So there's just like, hell yeah, there's just perlite and fresh cocoa on the top of my mound. And he was like, dude, aren't you, you know, my dad would freak out if I did this at my house, is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess it's good to be the dad every now and again, you know, I'll do what I want. <laughs> Well, let's. Uh, that's good, I, guys. We have that coming. Um, we're both going to be growing the DGC cut. Mine went into a one gal last night, and mine will go into straight video. into a sixteen this today, man. I'm going away to grow after I, after I record this. 
and I think at the end we'll have, we'll, and I'm trying to document, I started documenting in my DGC journal, so I'm going to have this grow documented for you guys. I'm also going to uh, put it up on Grow Buddies, my plan, and try to keep to my word. I know people call me out, what happened to a day in the life of the vanilla kush plant, dude? And that, that never that never came about. I never completed it, you know, so I'm going to try and keep to my word on this one. It's going to be fun. I think in the end what we're going to do is just, uh, it's not like a weight, a weight competition by any means, just like we did with the cup, you know, or... Um, aroma uh maybe we'll send it to the lab somehow if we can sure uh and just we'll, we'll figure out a few different ways to have fun with the the uh the dgc cut contest oh Keep just you in the loop, have guys. fun with it dude all right so let's t- let's hop into some of that news man i wanted to uh cover this story here where uh we, we're, we're gonna i don't know if it's the same one you had um let's see here if this one was the the man that had some a few grows this is on the cannabis yeah um, okay over- man i see you're gonna go right to it man I, this is the guy i think ryan rooting is our executive producer today man because he looked like he had a couple nice grows man uh he was a home grower and he is all over the fucking news for having dozens of illegal pot plants in Actually, two homes, man. He wasn't happy enough growing in one place. He grew in both, man, Denver and Pueblo. So this sounds to me like an ambitious DGC to me. So I want to tell the uh, the sheriff to stop fucking with our audience, man. Yeah, and then so we're going to give – yeah, just like you said before we cover the story, just looking at his picture here, man. It's just a dude chilling, just doing some growing. Uh, he did have – it is kind of interesting how – um, they they got uh, started the investigation. They said a, a probe led into him when a two acre grass fire last week was sparked by a blown transformer at Rooting's home in Pueblo West. Ryan, so you know, hang on, Ryan. It might have been time to get the fucking plants out of the house at that point, man. Come on now. Yeah, once once you blew up the transformer that leads directly to your house. But then, then again, yeah, I, I know folks not- that are like, oh, I'm never going to that house again, ever. Well, then deputies also smelled a strong odor of marijuana at the home and obtained a search warrant to scour the residence. That's, That's why I'm going to give man. a shout-out to CanFan, man. Like, you guys, just because you're in Colorado, if you're not, you know, growing by the book, whatever you're doing, black market, would I keep your odor under control? The captain wrote a great article about it uh, when he had some issues with the cable guys visiting about how how not to look like a grower. I mean, he took it to the next level. He's like, man, you know, walking in and out of your house like, you know, like a collared shirt, maybe almost like you're an executive. He's like, keep a, a well, don't be a sore thumb. Have a right. nice, a decent landscape. Have your grass mowed. Keep trash cleaned up around your house. Fit in, you know, don't and don't have the smell of marijuana. That is the number one giveaway. That's right? How true, many man. busts have happened because of that? It sucks. You ain't going to be able to run if you have a power failure or a blown transformer. You're not going to be able to run your lights, man. Maybe you can run one light or something just to kill the, fo- you know, to keep the photo period active. But you're going to have terrible, terrible smell. Like in Florida, we would have uh, power outages when the hurricanes would come. Well, for two days, dude, the house would be allegedly reeking, man, stinking up the entire neighborhood, man. You can't have that, man. So you put your fans, you put your can fan and one light on a small generator. You know, you don't need a 20,000 kilowatt generator to run some can fans, man. I heard your brother trip, man. One time he had an issue with like a, a iguana or a lizard or something chewed through a power line or something and like... Some law enforcement came or something crazy, man. I don't even remember, man, you know. I don't even remember. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right, so this um, this guy, uh, they, the officials found out he had a medical card, so they left his plants alone at the Pueblo house, but then they found they'd had another house in uh, Denver with another possibly, they're saying, illegal marijuana grow, and, they're st- and they found 100 plants and 20 pounds of dried marijuana at that house. So basically, uh, I think Ryan thought it was a good time just to disappear because when they went back to Pueblo, he was gone and his plants were all gone as well. It's not like he's going to leave those babies hanging out. Right. And uh, hey, you guys, if anybody out there at the end of this article knows where Ryan is, it says, please call the sheriff's office. Please don't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And if you look the picture, Scotty, he had a tight grow, man. I don't know if this was Denver or Pueblo. I think this was this Pueblo house, the garage grow. Right awesome trellising dude like this is one we usually make fun of the pictures we see if come from law enforcement or if they're just file photos right he's rocking some nice double and it's look at that ventilation's all pro man this is a, this is a, a beautiful tight man grow. it was beautiful work man 
All right, let's give them give them some love, dude. You got you got a you got a tune we could throw in here, man. Yeah, man, I, I, I do, man. Let's, let's stop locking people up for smoking down. Straight up, man. Let's start stop All wasting right, our resources, it. man. I got respect for for the the law enforcement, man. I really do. It's a tough job, and if we let things go go wickety whack, man, then. It's it's no good, man. You know, I, I know in uh, other parts of the world, you can. You know, I, I was one time watching the news in Jamaica, and two guys got hacked up for stealing yams. Okay, I don't want that. You know, I'm not saying that we we need uh, to be vigilante justice, but we gotta stop locking people up for things that don't hurt society, man. And we got stop. We have to stop being surprised when people reach for this way for growing cannabis, aggressively growing cannabis, to make ends meet, man. To make extra money, you know. I mean, it's illegal. There's something. And play the song, man. I'll be right back, man. Play that song. Yeah, that yeah, little it'll summarize it for you. We'll be right back, guys. Check it all out at dudegrows.com. There's someone growing over there Feeding his family while living with the fear Cause there's a lawman with a pen in his hand Telling us what we can and can't grow on our land Think it's time to light up and pass one round Stop locking people up for smoking down There's weed still burning in the bong It's our freedom we've been earning all along Good people opening their minds Getting so much resistance From the closed and unkind Think it's time to light up and pass one round Stop locking people up for smoking down The lies fall in defeat You can't deny nature's truth in weed Laughing and feeling good inside Instead of buying Xanax Grow urban, get high Think it's time to light up and pass one round Stop locking people up for smoking Just light up and pass one round Stop locking people up for smoking all right, I feel a little better, man. I feel that's what we're tr- that's what we're trying to say. <laughs> Music can save the world, man, dude. Uh, look, this the next one up, man. Who's using Colorado as a base for illegal pot grows, dude? It's a. Uh, pretty simple i mean they're like oh hey what a surprise pirate grows traced to organized crime with out-of-state ties to the illicit marijuana industry is being shipped across the nation well i mean yeah i get it man if you make something illegal everywhere else and this one little place happens to be right in the middle of the fucking country too it's one place it's legal you're telling me that you're going to be surprised when people, you know, it's, I mean, that's the basic, most basic law of capitalism, supply and demand. There is supply in Colorado and there is demand all over the world for this stuff, man, for high quality cannabis. Oh, gee, that's a, is it really a surprise? It's almost like they're setting you up, man, just setting you up to lose, man, so they can pick at you when they want. So I found this article fairly you know, like te- Which one was this title? This is uh, number nine. This is um, okay. illegal okay. pot grows increase in Colorado from the cannabis. And it's just one of those tell me something I don't know articles, man. I mean, as long as when I try to do things in my life, especially with a daughter, I try to you know, work within human nature. You know, I don't try to fight human nature because then everything's hard. Everything's a struggle, you know. But, I mean, some things, you know, this in particular, man, you put a one state in the center of the country and make it legal and then the entire other country it's completely illegal and you get confused you know or you pretend to be confused when people show up to smuggle <laughs> i mean it's crazy yeah did you see the picture of this girl man this is another Beautiful awesome picture girl, man. man these people setting up some good gardens down in pueblo shout out Looks like a real nice grow. Um, unfortunately, this is probably one of their where it's getting to the point because this was two uh, just two Russian immigrants, um, Olga Bernia and I don't even want to go with the other one. I'll mutilate the name. Uh-oh. But regardless, 
when they go in, that's just starting to attract attention. Like two Russian people come to rent your house in Pueblo, and the first thing they ask is, "How big is the basement?" But yeah. um, do you, you know, have it's, basement? It's the, da. This is the same. Will you the same will you use this grow room? Yet. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like you gotta walk the walk. You don't come out here and be like, "Yeah, we just came out from Miami. We just want to hang out here in Pueblo now." Yeah. You know, you got a house I can rent. Pueblo <laughs> seems cool. I don't know. I come here for the schools. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. All right, so uh, let's go over to uh, uh, back back on format to num- uh, numeral umro number one number one. You ready? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Good news, man. Let's do some good news. I mean, I guess, yes, good news. DEA approves PTSD marijuana study. So, it beats them uh, denying it, man. Yeah, the Drug Enforcement has given its blessing to a study on the effect of medical marijuana on post-traumatic stress disorder. And this is from the dude from uh, MAPS. MAPS, who they were, uh, this dude was on the uh, Joe Rogan show. It's the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, where they're doing studies with uh, the pure M- MDMA. MDMA is that it? Yeah, absolutely. And they're they're, they're doing uh, MDMA for uh, people with PTSD and doing some really interesting studies. The A stands for amphetamine. Yes. Once the marijuana has been secured, the group will begin uh, recruiting and enrolling participants, perhaps as early as June. Uh, Max Boatsman. Hey, guys, over at Maps, if you're listening, if you want to secure some cannabis from Dude, man, bring it. Let me know. I'll dedicate my garden to your, uh, to, to I don't know how much you need, but, you know, for studies, it's usually they want a lot of, a yeah. lot of cannabis. But If you wanted to donate some pure MDMA, you know, whatever. We'll do a trade. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's legal, so okay, as long as you use the word donate, okay? Everything's cool. The, uh, the contract with the state of Colorado was signed on... April 20th. <laughs> nice. Aww. That's awesome. Uh, the funds are in route to MAPS, and we are now prepping, uh, preparing to place an order for the marijuana uh, for the study. I wonder where they get that from, dude. Like, do they pick a certain dispensary or something, or what? Yeah, they're ordering a two million grant. Um, cool. I wonder That's if it's medicinal grade, brah. 76 participants, um, vet- all veterans who have treatment, have, have treatment resistant PTSD. So I'm excited, man. I want to f- see what happens with this. I mean, I know it's not going to come out and be. It's not going to work for every single person. Don't get me wrong. It's not a magic, you know, bullet, silver bullet. I guess is what they say. But it, know, uh, man, when I'm stressed as a motherfucker, even when I'm, you know, I'm not going to pretend that I have any understanding of what PS- PTSD is like. But man, I know that cannabis relaxes me. I can tell you, I know what it's like to be stressed out like a motherfucker. I can tell. Uh, la- last week, I was. Uh, <laughs> I fucked up a wire transfer for $2,000 and fucking blew it, man, you know, and lost it. You want to talk about being uh, traumatized, man, and stressed out. I'm not telling you it was anything like, uh, you know, what, what these guys are going through, but I'm telling you that I was freaked the fuck out, and I sat back and smoked a, uh, you know, smoked a full joint, and then when that joint was over, I smoked another one and another one. And Dude, it was right before better, we had to man. record. You're like, it was right hold on, man. right before the fucking I'm a- event, man. Oh, that's right. It was. Jesus. It was. Yeah, that's I mean, Saturday. Dude, put on a, a happy face, man, you know? And like I said, it's not the same thing, but my thoughts are that it was good for, you know, when I get mildly traumatized, mildly stressed, even majorly stressed, man, shit, you know, we've all been through, you know, breakups and deaths in the family and things where you're really, really bummed out, you know, just depressed, man, you know, just you know, healthy people get depressed. And, uh, man, I've noticed that, you know, being able to smoke a, a nice amount of weed, you know, a couple joints, not, not have to just, you know, have one little teeny tiny bowl, but be able to really smoke. It helped me out a lot, man. It definitely made me feel better. Made me look at the bright side of things and realize that life goes on and things aren't so bad. You got a lot to be fortunate, and you're fortunate and have a lot to be uh, uh, happy about, I should say. Yeah. No, good, good, good point there. Good point. Uh, <laughs> this is a funny ass story coming up here with these the Lucas brothers. <laughs> this um, is funny, man. Yeah. Okay. I think we need a PSA with this one, brother. <laughs> the Lucas Brothers bail on Denver 420 show in stoned stand-up snafu. Sna- what's snafu? Snafu. I actually, snafu is one of those words that actually means something, man. You know, it's. Uh, I'll think about it. <laughs> I thought man. all words actually mean I, something. Yeah, I want to say snafu. All fucked up is the the last part of it, though. I'll check it out. What? Does well, these are, uh, I guess, a comedy duo. 
um, stand-up comedians pulled the ultimate no-call, no-show after getting too high before their 427. Situation normal, a, all fucked up. <laughs> That's what Snafu made for means. a new. Oh, there we go. Nice. It made a new low for Stone stand-ups in the legal in the legal cannabis age. Uh, even if Ralphie May was falling off his hotel in, uh, off his stool in Grand Junction, or Pete Holmes actually opened instead of the the headlined, um, they at least made it to the stage. They're talking about other people. Instead, a Fort Collins comedian, David Rodriguez, was put in the uninevitable position of telling 200 plus attendees at the crowded Oriental Theater that the much hyped headlining act for Wednesday night couldn't be found. Oh man, <laughs> dude! So they ate too many edibles and then freaked out and ran away, man. That's crazy, I don't know if they dude. Did, uh, I don't know if they. Here's did what it says. It says, it, um, uh, "It says the Lucas Brothers had to cancel their 420 set in Denver at the last minute after getting too high on edibles. I didn't believe in God before yesterday, but Denver weed make me believe in Jesus Christ." Admits Keith Lucas. So they got just way <laughs> too fucked up, man. And they were like, "Hey, you're about to go on," and they said, uh, "I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here, man." But, um, man, that's pretty fucked up. I could see that, though. Edibles, I mean, edibles is almost like a psychedelic experience at some point. It fucks with your timing. It, it'll really fuck with you, man. So, I don't know. I, I seen it a couple of days ago. We've had some, some friends come out from, uh, you know, from out of town. And, man, I think the first thing they did was stop at a dispensary, grab some Chiba Chews. And, and man. Here, let me give some of their quotes, sure. man. They were um, they're interviewed uh, in a phone interview. Keith Lucas explains that after the dab he tried, he tried to lie down for a bit and ride out the high to no avail. I became really withdrawn and couldn't communicate. Uh, with brother Kenny shivering, they returned to the hotel and attempt to sober up with a shower. Kenny asked me to get him a cheeseburger here, and I'm walking around Denver without any clothes on trying to find him one. I could see myself walking and was like, what am I doing? But I couldn't stop until I found that cheeseburger. I, would, I wound up finding two cheeseburgers, and then we didn't even eat them, says Keith. <laughs> this is an out-of-body experience. I thought that I was dreaming at one point. Keith tells me from his Denver hotel room after being too high to board their Thursday morning flight even. Then I woke up today and saw my text messages, and I was like, we just smoked the best shit we've ever smoked. It fucked us up. Hashtag oh, man, soft, man. What the fuck is that oh, all about, dude, man? Whatever. You mean, we're dealing with dabs, edibles. Yeah, I that fucking shit can go in creep and did, on I you. Did a dab that fucking, I literally went up, did a, a, one of those, what was that, live resin dab from Moby Dill. I was working the, uh, the contest, man. I was checking shit in. I was working my ass off. Went and did a dab. It was so strong. I swear to God, I had thought to myself, hmm, I might puke. I just did a dab that literally could make me puke, man. You know, I went down, did my work, man. Came back and did another two hours later because I was like, that's perfect, man. That's that almost, oh, almost that's why puke you started stuff, to man. Look yeah, that's why he started to look like that two hours later. Powerful Moby Dabs, powerful <laughs> man. Nah, it was good stuff, Moby man. Moby Dabs. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. I guess my point is, if we're gonna make this into a real industry, and we're gonna start booking four twenty shows, you can't get so high. You kids, you smoke this shit, and you can't handle it. I don't need to be hearing that <laughs> shit, man. Uh. Uh-uh. You know, I, I want to be fucking hearing that, hey, we had a successful event and the guys that promoted it were, were true professionals, man. They showed up and what they did, what they said. That's what's going to get cannabis into the uh, into mainstream society, man. We start doing this bullshit. I don't know. It, no, it, it did yeah, bum me out, Great man. point. It's, a, it's the same thing. Like, it's, that's like the, the fact that it's not completely high times fault, but that, that they couldn't pull off their cup here definitely Got a grip of people frustrated. Um, I've heard multiple, you know, it's not firsthand things about people having trouble uh, getting their money back. Yep. And, like, you know, Adams County was the one that did it. But when you're going to have that type of uh, talk, you know, that type of crap going around around your event, it doesn't help justify anything. And we definitely need justification. And I'll tell you, uh, man, one more shout-out to the, to the owners of our gallery there. Jack and Georgia were, like, they're legit, man. They knew – from the get-go they're like hell yeah this sounds awesome no questions about it so um yeah we'll keep working it man we'll keep working it absolutely man absolutely hey did you see this next one all right you could be holding an ounce of weed in mexico it says you could be you could soon be holding an ounce of marijuana in mexico legally and it just says president enrique peña nieto you like that says (laughs) 
<laughs> That's yes. my gringo Espanola, man. Uh, said Thursday that he will ask Mexico's Congress to raise the limit on decriminalized marijuana for personal use to 28 grams or about one ounce. And I just put this in here because it shows you that America really is the police of the world and that they do set policies for the world. America gives a shit about weed so that means mexico has to give a shit about weed and fucking you know when america gives a shit about cocaine that means that colombia has to give a shit about cocaine you know and it's just kind of crazy how not crazy but we really do set the policy for the world and if, if anything proved it you know with the drug policy for the world if anything proves that it's this we you know we're relaxing uh, standards on can not standards, but relaxing relaxing the laws on cannabis, and gee, what a coincidence! So does Mexico. Well, where do you, the only problem is, which I guess you know, one step at a time. I didn't see anywhere. Where do we get our ounce? Um, can I grow my ounce, or is it still just all these, you know, the growers that are, are growing and smuggling legally? Like they're going to get it from them and make those guys like legit? get it from the same no, place you get your tortillas from, man. From people, man. <laughs> you know, yes, <laughs> same way yes. you get everything else, man. Interesting. That is cool, man. Anything to to keep people from getting in trouble for just having some some plant material. It's crazy. And so. if you go down to Mexico, I've got so many friends that go down to Mexico chasing chasing a killer surf break or sail. You know, guys that sail uh, boats that go down there and hang out for a month, or just people that want to get lost in Baja. There's a ton of of stoner types. That Isn't go- that a Jimmy Buffett song? Lost in Baja or something? Or no, no, that's uh, that's Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> nice man. Nice. Anyway, the um, damn, now I'm just thinking of what Jimmy Buffett parody I can do, man. They're kind of already parodies <laughs> of themselves, you know. Uh, but, oh, yeah, but, but okay. anyway, man, Mexico's a cool place, and who the hell wants to get shaken down for having an ounce of weed, man? There's so many other things to get shaken down for down there, you know? I can tell you I was told when I was down there, you know, and it was a little bit of a, I wasn't a full hassle, but it was a little bit tough when I was in uh, the Playa, Playa del Carmen area, I think. Get picking up, just trying to pick up a quarter or something. Well, say that a little more, Gringo. Pretty... You know where Playa del Carmen is? <laughs> yeah, play... I was down there on the Playa, <laughs> Playa area, and uh, I, was, I was down there, man. I got into it. I was drinking a whole bunch of Ho- Jose Cuervo. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that boy can make some tequila. The uh, anyway, they're like, look, you know, uh, people obviously you can get it. If you do get caught getting it, though, uh, tourists or not, I believe. It's not going to be fun, man. They're probably going to throw you in jail for the night, which definitely isn't going to be fun down there. And then and, you know, the people that you're in there with, especially if it's like a shared communal cell, is just going to be like, oh, shit. Uh, but just picture that being, you know, that was like your first time when you get to a place, if you're a cannabis consumer anywhere in the world, you can go on. I don't even know the sites. You can obviously look around online. You want to figure out how to score. Um, some places you just, it's probably better not to. I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know what the laws are yeah. in Sweden. I go to Turkey so and I harsh. try to score, man, you know. Hey, man, you got any weed? Oh, you know anybody? Dude, I had, I had seeds, like, in my backpack back in the day when I toured Europe. We're bringing some seeds back from Amsterdam, and I had them hidden, you know, in this, what I thought was a really good spot. But you know what you think is a really good spot? You know how many spots these people that search have found? You know, they know all the spots. Oh, man, that, yeah, there's but, a... Uh, <laughs> There's a uh, like a study when you do you, when you go to like these uh, uh, customs rather customs studies the way a shoe flexes and they can tell how a shoe flexes and how somebody fits in a shoe when the soles are out or when the soles are amended because this is from back in the day when people would put ten grand in the sole of their shoes you know and and, and hop on a plane leave the country with you know twenty grand in their shoes something like that so man they've been studying that shit for a while man they're on. Well, I just didn't like the fact that, you know, I was just younger at the time, and I was like, man, I just got to get some seeds back. And then when you leave one country and go to the next, it's all so different, so quick over there. It's like going to different states, you know, as far as traveling. You're in Spain, and then you're in Italy. I noticed, I think we were going into Italy, and it's like the dudes that get on the train cars and walk down them. I mean, they look like, you know, full-on, like, fully automatic assault rifle, bulletproof you know, every once in a while, they're looking in somebody's bag. I went to the bathroom for a second because legitimately I had to, you know, and then all of a sudden it was like, I think it must have been like the butt of his gun, like, what are you doing? Like, just, just like, oh, shit, man. So you do got to be careful. something up choose. my butt. Why? I mean, go into the bathroom. Picking. Bathroom. <laughs> be careful if you're traveling abroad. Know the laws. You don't want to start a vacation by uh, going to jail. So anyway, 
All right, Scotty, what else you got here? You got the growing acceptance of marijuana smoking in society. This is interesting, little, man. Like- Normal does some pretty good stuff, man. Shout out to Normal. They've got a, a good website and a good organization. They've been doing this shit since the 70s, man. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just thought it was a, a pretty good article. All these are over at dudegrows.com slash news. And, uh, man, I was actually digging the never-ending scroll is going on. So I was just scrolling through, man. No more pages, man. I was just checking out articles. So I really dug it, man. But this guy was pretty cool, man. He's been, I want to say this guy's been a cannabis attorney since the 70s. And he's just saying, man, he goes, I find it disturbing that many Americans and most elected officials are still not comfortable with the idea of adults smoking marijuana. And it's, you know, I mean, it's the stigma's you know, dying down, but it's true, man. You know, it's most people have to hide, seriously hide the fact that they smoke marijuana when it's great medicine. It's great for creativity. Fuck. It's been great for my career, man. You know? So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think the biggest problem is people wrestling with the shame of it, man. You know? So it says, yeah, this guy it was pretty interesting. This guy's pretty cool. He's now there's a picture. I don't know if it's a picture of him. It looks like it's one of these caricatures, but it's like, you know, it's got, yeah. it's got the, you know, the, the stereotypical uh, long hair for the cool cannabis attorney. And he's in a suit with a tie and he's smoking a joint, man. And I like that, man. I like how we're breaking stereotypes. You know, we've got the cannabis intellectual, you know, the intellectual cannabis attorney. And I remember my brother's an attorney and I remember he was uh, I didn't really fully understand this because it was like 1990 or something. 8990 and he was like yeah man i can't believe they're talking about one of their attorney there it was the third year of law school and one of their buddies was just a fucking baker did everything high and they just didn't get it you know this is still the 80s and they were like dude i don't get it and the guy was fucking brilliant man you know so i mean it, it definitely happens it's not mutually exclusive that if you smoke weed you're going to be a dummy man you know, <laughs> hell no. I mean, we know n- that. N- yeah, tides are changing, man. Sixty yeah. percent of people now they're saying are in favor of complete legalization. Sixty percent of Americans do all the polls and surveys, which back in the day, due to obviously politics and misinformation uh, and reefer madness, that I can't believe how long reefer madness worked for people. Really, it's because what the the, the uh, when you see the trouble something can bring. Like, oh, what'd that guy get arrested for? Why is he in jail? Oh, he got caught with an ounce. You're like, oh, that's bad. Right. You know, it's like you're trained to just not to not think it should be accepted. And that's all. Oh, man, it's a great time to be alive, right? It's look, all fallen. It's going away. Look what he says. He says, when we founded Normal in the late 1970s, only 12% of the public supported the legalization of marijuana. To most, or the other 88%, marijuana smoking was seen as something that would disqualify one from being taken seriously by the mainstream culture. And it's kind of what I'm talking about. I mean, we're talking that those are the days of Cheech and Chong. And yeah, man, the whole car's made out of weed, man. You know, and I mean, I love it. You know, I mean, it makes me laugh. It's, yeah. it's satirical. But the fact that it was uh, associated with, you know, probably a bunch of, you know, marching hippies, man. You know, which I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm just saying that I could see why mainstream, lamestream America is going to turn their back on it. Lamestream? You like Did that? you just create that? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I create anything. <laughs> but um, nowadays, it's kind of like, oh, man, my artist friend smokes. My, the only person I know who's interesting in my whole group of friends is the one that smokes weed. You know what I mean? It's kind of what it's like now, man. So, hey, maybe I'll try that. My life's boring as hell. I'm on nine different pills, <laughs> man. Maybe I'll try weed. All right, before we talk about how to roll a joint in a windstorm, I want to say, I don't even think I said it earlier. We get Sometimes I get bad I've, with the uh, shout-outs. With Source Vapes, guys, if you do pick up a pen, man, use coupon code DUDE. A uh, good way to support the show and get yourself a pen, man, a decent pen for sure. And uh, also, also, what else do I got, man? I think that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, other than coupon code DUDE, man. You got to use coupon code DUDE over at, at Source Vapes so they know who we are, man. Well, spec. Spectrum King has coupon code DUDESK, which I guess makes sense, but I'm like, it should just be dude across the right. board because it's pretty pretty easy, even though I forgot to enter it before. Yo, man, he's got to anyway. deal with the dude perfect guys, all right, man? Okay, I always put okay. dude in, you know, you go to dudegrows.com, and dude perfect always comes up, man. So I actually saw a TV advertisement for dude perfect, so I know what it is now, man, you know? <laughs> or at least at one point oh. I know what it was because I don't know what it is anymore, man. It's a show on television, man. 
Uh, yeah, Dude, there's uh, a lot of interesting autocompletes out there. <laughs> oh, All my right. God. Our man. Google. What was the one yesterday, man? It was shit. It was so good. It, oh, it was like, does monster, does monster, you know, monster energy or something. My buddy goes, does monster contain? And then bull sperm comes up. Bull semen comes what? up. You know, uh, is, is, is monster made, I think is what you put in. And it comes in. Is monster made of bull sperm? Is monster made of bull semen? Is monster made from the devil? Those were all the good ones, <laughs> man, you know? So, yeah, I love Autocomplete, man. It's my new hobby, man. <laughs> when you're really bored. All right, what's <laughs> Yo, up with High Times, How to Roll I ju- a Joint in a Windstorm I just here. saw this, and it reminded me of someone I wanted to shout out to. This is an article from High Times called How to Roll a Joint in a Windstorm. I didn't really pay much attention to it because I was hanging out with my boy Levi a couple of days ago, and th- these guys placed uh-huh. in, the, uh, in, in our uh, DGC Cup, man, badass growers, TLO growers. They were just on the last show with us, man. But we allegedly, man, him and my brother Tripp may have gone outside to, to, to roll a dube up, man. And while we were smoking one, he fucking rolled another one in his hand. Broke the shit up with one hand. Tight, dense bud. Broke it up with one hand and then did everything and rolled the fucking joint with using his other hand as, as a table. I had never seen really. Who did that? <laughs> Levi did it, man. Levi. Nice. So I just want to shout out to him. He also did it while being somewhat uh, uh, less than perfect, man. You know what I mean? He, Levi was a little bit banged up. And uh, I just want to wish him, uh, you know, get well, brother. And thank you so much, man. Yeah, it really definitely. meant a lot to us that you came out, man, uh, hurting like that, man, and did the show and, and brought your A game, man. So thank you and get well, brother. I'm going to have to study this, man, because rolling a J is my weak sense. Like, I can roll a nice J. It takes me a minute, but I also use, like, a little poker for the end. And then I also use, like, a little, like, business card to, like, tuck the paper under and uh, roll it in, a like, a 20, like, dollar bill, which makes it oh, feel like man, that- you're just rolling this in a 20 bill. And then you're, like, licking on it to get it shut. Like, and then it kind of grosses me out. So You're ruining your cred, right. man. You're ruining your cred, you know? I once had this chick who was Whatever. really cool, man. Shout out to Resin Jewels, who is actually pretty goddamn famous in the mixology world these days. But she one time rolled a joint while driving, man. In Florida, we got these super straight roads like I-10 and I-75 that go on 100 miles without a curve. And so, man, it is possible to roll <laughs> joints while driving there. And she rolled this perfection, this joint of perfection. Because this one was so beautiful, I saved it, man, just so somebody could see it. Shout out to Resin Jewels. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, it's funny. I turned on the TV here, one day and I seen this. I was like, "Whoa, that's Resin Jewels on the Food Network, man!" Well, can you tell me what is the one thing that unites marijuana? Or sorry, <laughs> I just totally fucked it up, man. <laughs> rich investors, the one thing that unites rich investors and poor communities: <laughs> the marijuana business. Yeah, I can. Scotty. Mo- I can. Is, uh, money. <laughs> there you go. And exploitation, uh, man. So this is what? What does this get into the fact that obviously uh, grow areas, grow locations and commercial grow businesses in in, uh, poor communities? It just talks about how it's not a coincidence that the most desperately poor communities are the first ones to open their arms to cannabis and say, hey, you know what? We'll fucking take it, man. We'll take that, that, that tax money. You know, and uh, so they were talking before that these these are the type of communities that courted prisons. You know, they would go find these private prisons to come, you know, do business on, you know, in their community. And uh, it was kind of a dirty way of, of collecting a buck. Here you go, man. There was an expensive but failed attempt to build an international airport on the shuttered base. And this is talking about uh, some Altadito Adelinto, California, man. A dusty, you know, there's like these desert California places. Said they tried to build an international airport. Uh, Chinese-backed venture called the Zongha Wholesale Town broke ground but (laughs) faltered. And even the minor league baseball team turned into a costly burden. Says the only industry Andalino has been able to sustain is incarceration. The city is oh. roughly thir- a city of roughly thirty-one thousand people is now home to three prisons with a total of thirty-three hundred and forty beds. In November two thousand and fourteen, the city council approved construction of a fourth facility, adding another thirty-six, thirty-two hundred and sixty-four beds. They says cannabis 
is at a major crossroads in California where medical marijuana has been legal since 1996. The state's marijuana sales valued at $2.7 billion last year already account for half the nation's legal retail weed purchases. I mean, Colorado's great, but there's a lot of people in California, homie. A ballot initiative this Yeah, week. well, they could have a win- yeah. win-win with that, dude. Why don't they should let the, the some of the prison population be, learn to be growers, <laughs> man, and give them a... Give them a, another job, and that would be, a, I think that would be a great way to do it over. I mean, you know, sounds like if you're slave lo- if you're labor garden, for me, man. If I can, I'm a prisoner, and now you, that's, that sounds like cruel and unusual punishment. If I got to grow weed, I can't smoke. Fuck that. That's a good point, man. That's a good point. <laughs> a, ba- a ballot initiative this November proposes to regulate legal retail sale of recreational marijuana similar to the laws adopted in Colorado and Washington. If it passes, and it's expected to, anticipated sales would dwarf even Colorado's $1 billion legal weed market. Every single person involved in this industry sees California as the flagship state, says Michael Bologna, CEO and co-founder of Green Lion Partners, cannabis consulting industry. So in November, Andalino, which is that town, became the second California city to permit commercial cultivation of medical marijuana. The city has approved 27 permits for growing facilities so far. So that's what they're saying. They're saying, dude, it used to be these desperate towns are so fucking desperate. That they, you know, look, the prisons bring Andalinto, this town Andalinto, almost $300,000 in revenue each year. That's shit, man. That can't fucking pay the, a, a mile, you know? They can't do much, man. Well, there's a small town here in, in Colorado at the end of the other hill, Dubuque, Colorado, and they're making money from, uh, trying to, from oil and gas revenue, which was the falling price really screwed that over. Sure. And they, so when the state legalized recreational marijuana in 2012, the town turned itself into a mecca of cannabis retail and cultivation. It collected $340,000 in taxes from weed shops last year, surpassing its peak earnings from oil and gas. That's fucking cool. Yeah, it says right here that just the, the permit, I'm sorry, the application fees alone for the 27 approved permits uh, it is going to dwarf the three hundred grand that they got uh, in revenue from the prisons. So these prisons were bar- Dude, come on three hundred thousand dollars a year. That ain't shit to pay to a community. If you're, you know how much you're getting from the government. If you've got what I, I saw like eight thousand beds, they're they're going to have you're collecting eight thousand beds from the government, man. Um, and you're paying three hundred grand a year to the community that you're fucking up. Nobody wants to go live in a community with a bunch of prisons, man. Uh, it's not the most appealing thing, man, which is to me, oh, <laughs> right by I'm, my house, there's actually a federal prison. It's where, uh, uh, the, uh, the one governor from, I don't know, New York or whoever that got in trouble went to, and then Jared from Subway, he's there actually too. Jared, I think he ended up getting a little too involved with, uh, kids, oh, I think, man. I don't know. Man, but, uh, I, I think the, I so think I the old sheriff like from, a, uh, from Florida's over there too, man. I know the sheriff from the county where my, my farm is at. He went to jail for a little while, man, for letting some airfields become get erected in people's backyards, man. Some airfields. Airfields, man. They would just land airplanes all over the freaking place in the inland Florida. It's crazy. For smuggling? Yeah. Doing all sorts of weird shit, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, they yeah, they got like neighborhoods right next to it. So, I could say it's not that appealing to uh yeah, to have a prison that close. Yes, but hey, just uh, just go to the prison, go to the maximum security prison, and it's not that left. It's the next left after that. You'll see. It's Leisureville. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> no, that, ain't, that shit ain't working, man. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I like that uh, cannabis is helping out, man. And those, it's really, it's much better. I'd much rather, like you said, in summary, make money from cannabis than prisons and oil and gas. Yeah. Now, so. just go past the hemp fields. You'll see a couple thousand acres of hemp. Keep driving. And uh, then you'll see the Leisureville <laughs> sign. Yes. All right, man. What else you got here? What else you got on this week in cannabis? Scotty's leading the show today, man. I am. That's, 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 that's trouble, bro. That is trouble, man. You're like, uh, <laughs> Uh, Man, I saw this one, uh, which kind of bums me out. It's the last story I threw on there. I'm out, okay. out of order, but it just says Caregivers for Life, which is a cannabis company, faces another, uh-huh. another recall over pesticide-tainted pot. And it's just more funny business, man. It doesn't tell you the specific pesticide that it's being called for, but uh, that it's being recalled for. But just bums me out where, like, they got the you know they're all talking to the lawyer, and the lawyer says, 
We believe in this case and several others that Caregiver for Life has not used any of these products. They purchased a grow from a caregiver. Their assumption is that any positive tests which were taken from fan leaves and not finished product are a result of historical residues. So it's, no, it wasn't me, man. I bought this from a, uh, I bought this grow from somebody, man. Maybe it must have been them, the guy that's not here now. Come on, man. What the fuck is that? Are we kindergartners here? <laughs> Shit needs to be sorted, man. Needs this is how it's going to be going until I mean they are trying to sort it now until you know there's there's more regulations I guess and more um, you know not gray areas by any means and they they have that they have things they shouldn't be used I think they said here in the article that they believe um, in this case this is their attorney speaking Sean McAllister that Caregivers for Life has not used any of these products. They purchased a grow from a caregiver. Their assumption is that any positive tests which were taken from fan leaves and not finished products are result, read that. like you said, of those. <laughs> so of those, but from, uh, as, as, said, as you said, from those other, I guess, the grow they purchased, but not, which that's exactly. still their responsibility. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's the classic, you know, uh, no, no, no. The, no, the weed was in the car, but I, this is my friend's car. He was, my friend was in the car before, but he's not here and it's his weed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's the yeah. story I'd like to go with. Well, uh, I know it's a lot of money and time, man. Those people run pretty tight ship when you're a commercial grower. And when you have, uh, I don't know how many plants, they said 2,300 <laughs> pot oil syringes. Um, and then they call lot numbers. So I don't know how many, you know, recall of 32 lots and 17 lots. I don't know what a lot is. Do you? No. Yeah, a lot. Of, you know, you take a lot number and you say whatever you decide, whether it's. I just don't know how much amounts in a lot. You it know, it, it a depends. Lot 10 pounds. It, it would depend, man. It would depend. Right on, right on. All right. It would depend right. on how big your lot is going to be. That determines lot size. Well, I'm going to uh, <laughs> hit up on number. <laughs> number. <laughs> oh, I crack myself up Number whatever. Dude. Dude, that's pretty good. Thank you very it's a much. good quality to have. One thing that I was told is to, uh, if you want to remember how to uh, to be, you know, I don't know, look at life a little different. Just watch kids, man. Kids just try, like my five-year-old, just tries to laugh as much as possible. And you kind of lose some of that growing up a little bit. But you can get it back, you know. Yeah. I definitely crack myself up, too. It's just it's when it's... Uh, you know, out of line <laughs> with a group of people, and I'm the only one laughing about whatever stupid shit I said, or inappropriate stuff I might have even said. That's uh, good. See, I'm making myself laugh now. There you go. You know what I noticed that kids don't give a shit about, man, and it's the thing that makes me somewhat miserable in life, man? I mean, aside from money, of course, man, but it's time. You know, man, I noticed I was running around trying to get all those interviews done. I had a bunch of 420 stuff to do, man. And, dude, time was stressing me out, man. Do we have enough time to do anything, man? And you look at a child, and they don't give a shit about time, man, you know? If you can take that out of, yeah. the, out of the equation and just enjoy what you're doing, man, you're winning. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, that's a whole, uh, yeah. We could go deep. We could go deep with that. I guess man. that's why Only winners are, some, uh, are good at budgeting their time, you know? So they ain't always stressed out about well, it. Only well, if we had some MDNA, you know? Yeah. Sweet. All right, let's cover one more here. What would we let's do with it? Is it going to give us more time? <laughs> I just agreed with you, but if we had MDMA, I wouldn't fucking take it. Hell no. Uh, no thanks. I'll smoke some be... weed and take a nap, homie. <laughs> All right, let me uh, go to another story here. Are you on? Are you on the uh, the comment the comment navigation here? I just put a comment over to the side of the format for oh, it, nice. Scotty. Let's check you it check out. out where I'm going. Okay. Oh, interesting. So this is man. when growing marijuana it isn't green. <laughs> Eleven years ago, this is talking about out in California. Um, it says the the uh, Basin Gulch in California bore the typical top, uh, topography. Topography. Man, I'm, I'm having a hard Topography. time. There we go. Topography. Topography. I can say it once I hear it. No problem. Yeah. Like O'Briel. Um, <laughs> so topography of the state's northern woods with green forest veined by brown trails. But take a look at Google Earth image from today, and the land appears pot pock marked by lesions. So they got different images here, 2014, 2016, and you could see a, a whole bunch of different, like, you know, like cleared out circle areas in the 2016 images. Yeah. And it goes, those are all marijuana fields, says Paul Ramey, a staffer for California Assemblyman Jim Wood, whose direct, whose district encompasses much of the ideal 
wooded grow areas in the state's far north. Well, stop making it so Recent- fucking cool to have your fucking grow on Google Earth, man. You know what I mean? It's a celebration. <laughs> You're like, that's me right there. <laughs> yeah, I got a meme, me. a meme a couple <laughs> days ago. I think there's a meme. I think it, yeah, maybe he's emailed it to me, but I thought it was a meme on, on dogrows.com where it was like, yo, my grow made Google Earth, bro. And I was like, cool. You see that shit from outer space, uh, homie. Well, why they don't like it. Recent pot legal states like Washington and Colorado can look to California as a cautionary tale, a brew of pesticides, clear cutting, water diversion, and years of little environmental oversight on its production has given marijuana a particularly notary among environmentalists. See, wait a minute. So they're saying when you don't... Notoriety among environmentalists. But when you don't allow people to fucking do something, you don't allow them to grow at their homes or at farms where they could actually follow some actual best practices and procedures and some uh, efficiencies. Instead, you make these guys steal and uh, and go do it in a gorilla way, man, where they go have to... They can't do it on private land so because the private land will get confiscated because of unfair you know uh, what do they call those RICO Act and I can't remember seizure forfeiture laws so instead they go on public land of course man because the law you know that's what a sensible person would do and of course they're not going to do the right thing and invest and clean up they're going to fucking do it as cheap and as easy as they can man and if they get a chance to use good organic fertilizers that you'd have to take in by the dump truck they're not going to do it they're going to use shitty salt based fertilizers that come in powders all this shit is their prohibition's fault and all this shit will go away if prohibition falls a hundred percent man and they're talking about yeah like diverting water the stealing of water the use of rodent sides uh the use of you know bad pesticides and just like you said uh well you know that why why'd you make it illegal man this could be totally legit full on and and the damage won't be happening so yeah you don't find people growing growing hot peppers or tomatoes or corn or oranges in national forests do you on 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 you know pirated land hell no man Damn, check out all these Jamaican tomatoes. No, that's a good point, man. For sure, for sure. As a matter of fact, well, there's some, there's some uh, of the most rule-following motherfuckers there are, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Growers, they follow rules, and they've got best practice manuals, and because it's, uh, you know, the earth's resources that they're stewards of. If they fuck up, you know, 600 acres, that's, that's a big fuck-up, man. Um, yeah, it is a big fuck-up. Sorry, I got distracted here by, by a different story, if you can't tell. Uh, but I don't know. Do you have? I think we. Uh, I think we hit most of the stories in the format here. I'm good, uh, man. It's Friday. Do... It was a fairly epic week. I still. I think my guests. Well, I, I think I'll actually have a chance to breathe by about the 27th. Is the last guest leaving? And uh, man, I'm gonna. I might not even leave my bed that day, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been running. <coughs> yeah, I agree. I actually, I gotta go catch, uh, hit some lunch up here. With Paul from Mary Glassworks nice. and his lady friend, if you will. I'm going to go hang out a little bit. They're going to head out tomorrow. And, yeah, it was a um, long week and, and good time. But one more story I got, Scotty. One more. Yes, Just sir. to end on a Love it, man. End I'll on chat a good, all day, good brother. Note. I'll chit-chat all day. Don't worry about me. Can marijuana boost your workout? What do you think? Yes or no? Hell yes, man. I was trying to write a song <laughs> parody this morning to Purple Rain, actually, man. And the first thing was... I was just thinking about smoking weed before biking, you know? I mean, dude, smoking weed before doing any kind of cool exercise, jogging, I mean, fuck, running on grass, it's a thing. Yeah, and it's not only, and you said, yeah, shout out to uh, to Prince there for sure. You said Purple Rain, man. I think you might have a parody coming I'm soon. Saying, I'm saying, I'm um, saying. In a respectful I'm, way, man. But, yeah, that was crazy, man. Good, We lost a good one. Oh, Prince was cool, man. He was cool. Like, I didn't know much about He was, like, mysterious, but I knew the motherfucker got laid, man. You know what I'm saying? He pulled out some crazy (laughs) chicks, man. You know what I mean? Like, Michael Jackson, I got to wonder about him, man. You know, a lot lot of them I wonder about, but Prince Prince used his fame for the same shit I would, man. Pulling hot bitches. (laughs) (laughs) To have two chicks at the same time. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) All right, this this uh, person right, saying man. here, I, I had hey, a blast on a recent to- four-mile run. I don't want to be what? sexualist, man. You know, I want this to be a cool place for, for females, too, man. So pardon us, man. Ain't trying, ain't trying to go over the line, homie. Whatever. That ain't going over the line. It ain't sexualist. Just whatever. Just speaking, the fa- speaking facts, you know. Peering into yeah, a man's fine. mind, man, okay? I think our sh- I think our show's pretty pretty damn chill on that, on that note. Deal. Uh, but 
uh, four-mile run. I had a blast on a recent four-mile run, and it wasn't because of the location. Same old neighborhood and streets. It wasn't because of my playlist. Same tired one I keep forgetting to update. Man, I've been there. Or, or the storied runner's high. It was because I was actually high. <laughs> For the record, this was purely a research endeavor. Yes. Um, as every, everywhere you look now, it seems like athletes and trainers are pros. Oh my God! You don't even have this article. This is a little proselytizing about how marijuana boosts. Prostel. Yeah. There you go. Okay. About how marijuana boosts their performance while training and competing, despite its reputation as a substance that's generally. Encourages overeating Doritos on the couch. Yeah. We can all agree with this, man. I mean, if you're an athlete, I've, if you listen to the show, I've definitely loved to get high before, during, and after any activity outside, mountain biking, snowboarding, hiking. But I do believe also it's it's motivating, man. When I get pretty high, I am motivated to go do some shit full on. I mean, I understand some strains might really knock you down, but I usually don't have that happen to me. It just sparks my curiosity and makes everything a little bit more a little bit more enjoyable but, on on the front. Not that I wouldn't enjoy it without it. It's just a good enhancer, man. And people are covering from it too. We all have we've covered plenty of stories the past year, NFL players. Um there's stories we covered with uh MMA fighters, right? That's a oh, big, definitely. A big kind of controversial topic. Definitely. Some of the best ones now are uh complete stoners, man. Love it. Yeah, and isn't it good to call somebody a complete stoner and say thank you? That's a good compliment. <laughs> yeah, I love, love it. it. And to me it's a it's a compliment. Back in the day, man, it like whatever. I mean, like, call me a stoner well, loser would be you know a diss, but call me a stoner. In, in my opinion, man, it, yeah, I'm I'm doing just fine, man. Being a stoner. What, what if I say, man, Scotty's just a pothead? Like, is, do you take that as a compliment or do you take it as an insult? I don't know. I guess I'd have to figure if you were trying <laughs> to compliment me or insult me. <laughs> it's really on how you say it. That's what I was talking to somebody about with text, man. I think I was talking oh, to yeah. uh, Moby Dill. I'm the man. worst at like, text, man. Dude. I'm like, what the fuck did this guy just say? What? And dude's like, just call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, texts are horrible. Same with the email, man. I like calling people. What people don't like it when I call say? all the time, though. <laughs> all right, we'll put it in the bag, man. If you're going to work out, get high. That's that hey, I do want to say article. this, though, man. You can't the, the working out and getting high. Like, I would sometimes work out with weights back in the day. And, man, every set, you're like, dude, did I do three sets or four? You know what? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Let's move on to the next exercise. Hey, let's go out and get high. You're like, you kind of, it helps if you're doing something like when you run. You start and you stop when you get back to where you're supposed to be, you know? Same thing with, with I'll when I'll tell you, you, man, bike, that's a good point. You know, but it does make You things, don't have the option. Yeah, it does make things easy to quit, even if I'm running up and down some bleachers or something, you know what I mean? I used to do that when I was, you know, trying to get in shape for wrestling and stuff. You know, you'd run a mile, you know, or you'd run up and down the bleachers ten, you know, four times, and you'd be like, hey, you know what, I think I want to quit, you know, as opposed to just running, you know, whatever. If you just run, you can just go for five. If you miles have destination, yeah. yeah, routes and and what you do. I mean, snowboarding you could quit too, but you're right, man. Like the bike, if you're doing a 15 mile ride and you rode eight miles one way, you can't just quit. As opposed <laughs> to hopping on an exercise bike and trying to do 40 minutes and being like, dude, this is fucking boring, man. You know, I'm gonna quit. Yeah. Yep. Get on that exercise bike, Scotty. I don't think you have been enough. Hit it up. Got to do a show from Scotty on the bike. Uh, sounds good, right. man. I do have the laptop. Uh, it's got a little spot for the laptop on the exercise bike, man, on the recumbent bike. Yeah, that's how you know you're obsessed, man. If you guys have emailed me over at DudeGrows at Gmail, um, I will be going back through that here later today. I'll, I, it's, I've been a few days off my email. Some of you guys did have some questions, some needs. Some uh, uh, samples, send outs, different things. But I, I got it. I'll be back on it here within a day. And other than that, man, like Scotty said, it's Friday. It's been a long week. We'll put it in a bag. Get a hold of us over at dudegrows.com. Submit your post. Log in. Create a new post. Put it over in Grow Talk if you got Grow Talk. I, I noticed our Grow Talk sloughed off a little this week, I think, because everybody's been kind of partying and doing shit. Sure. But we do need Grow Talk. That's what we love on Monday's show. So get some over there for us. And, uh, yeah, man. That's all I got, Mr. Reels. I'm going to get ready to go uh, 
get high, actually. Hey, I man, I got some good humidity just... talk from uh, Quest Dehumidifiers, Cliff, and yeah, okay. yeah, the boys came over and, man, really broke it down, man. Cliff actually made some good sense, some things I think I knew, but I kind of forgot about humidification and dehumidification, cutting it down towards the end, little trick to um, uh, getting plants to suck up and transpire a lot of water and, and clean themselves at the very end. So it's some pretty cool ideas, man. So I think we should jam that into Monday's Grow Talk. And, yeah, man, have a good show. Definitely definitely keep them Grow Talk questions coming, man. I got to assemble that show Monday morning. Right on. All right, guys, take it easy. We'll be back Monday. Have a good weekend. Take her easy, dude. Later. <laughs>